The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow it. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, we, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Saturday morning. Wow, through another week already. <laughs> I I tell my kids, I said, uh, you know, there's little milestones along the way of life, you know, and, and in my day, it was, um, I don't know, you're, you're 15, you get a permit, 16, you get your license or somewhere thereabout. Uh, 18 is you're considered an adult uh, in this society, you should be considered that long before that. Um, and then, you know, 21 was your reach of, because it, it's because of what the society's put at your drinking age or smoking, whatever. These were the, and then after that, there's no milestones. I mean, there, the society has set up no milestones for your, that de- determines your age, except I guess senior citizen, which by the way, I didn't know that senior citizens were at 50 years old. I'm getting stuff for, uh, 
AARP and Social Security, all this stuff. It's just weird. It's really weird. Anyway, after that, I said, somebody goes and pushes the fast forward button on your life. It's really, uh, you know, what James says is your life like a vapor. He's echoing what the psalmist says. You know, we're here for a little while and then we're gone. And so we we live before the face of God in that. And uh, indeed, the weeks are going fast. I mean, can you believe that we've been through almost three years of the convid nonsense? Three years. That's how that's how long it's been since all that stuff uh, began to roll out. That was in 2019, December of 2019. Uh, first part of that, into November 1st of December. It's been three years. Anyway, if you'd like to check us out online, sonsoflibertymedia.com or sonsoflibertyradio.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, you want to watch the video portion of the radio show. That's right. You can see the faces made for radio. Go over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You'll see two videos at the top of the screen. The one on the left is um, got a picture of Charlton Heston as Moses, right? Uh, Bradley spoke about the law yesterday. Great presentation, by the way. If you have not, if you're, look, if your church doesn't hold to that gospel right there that was given yesterday, it doesn't have the true gospel. It's got something else, but it ain't the gospel. And Paul says that it not only damns the speaker, it damns the, uh, the hearers. It doesn't save anybody. So if, if your church does not point to the law and hold up the law as the standard by which man should live in the image of God uh, and then give you the gospel that, that the only Savior from that is Christ, and I love how Bradley wrapped that up, here's the law, it's condemning you, and I'm locking you in the cage, I'm throwing away the key, and the only, body, the only person who can open the door of that cage is the Lord Jesus, amen, that's exactly right. And that is the true saving gospel. It really is. And America used to know that all over. They used to know the saving gospel. Now they've got this gospel that, you know, Jesus wants to wash your feet and he, he wants to give you a hug and, um, you know, he wants to be your buddy and he wants to be your genie or whatever the case may be. That's not it. Nope. Jesus is king. He is king, baby. He is not your servant. He's not your genie. He's not your your little your little buddy, your compadre. No, he is the king of all. He is the king of glory. And uh, if you want to check that out, that's up until 3 o'clock this afternoon, Which at which time I'm assuming Bradley's going to be with you for two hours. On the right side is where we're at. You can click on that and uh, blow it up on whatever device you've got. Click on the Rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. And uh, join us in the chat on Rumble. We are streaming live to Rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. DLive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. Before it's news.com, top of the page there. Number of Facebook pages with my name on it that's got there. Twitter, if you're on there, the Real Tim Brow. Leave the N off back of my name and add a two. The Real Tim Brow two. And then on Twitch, the Real Tim Brown. You'll you'll catch us on any of those platforms there. Again, if you want to support us, the, the links are there at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Top of the page. You can donate once or you can uh, partner with us monthly as a son or daughter. Libby. And by the way, our store is available. So if you want to pick up that book uh, by Bradley, the grass, do, uh, the rocks don't work. Uh, the, the the grass doesn't work. The rocks do. Something like that. Uh, that is on special through midnight tonight. So you can pick that up if you want to do that. Okay. Uh, just letting you know that. Now let me let you know a couple of things because Kate had uh, messaged me. She had already been on her walk today, and she's on her way back home now. So I. I sent. I had to send her to the link so she can get right on there. So uh, she's on her way now. But uh, just a couple of things. Um, <clears throat> first of all, uh, thank you, Sherry, for your kindness to our family. 
I um, it's all it. There are lots of you who are very kind to our family, and have been. And uh, I just want to say thank you. I got your uh, letter yesterday, sent you a message, and uh, uh, I, I I realize things are are tough for everybody, uh, and for anybody to sacrifice in uh, helping to meet a need of our family, whether they know it or not. And I don't think Sherry knew it, but. Um, this is the thing I take before the Father. I don't really go out and say, hey, I have this, this, and this. Um, you know, I, I do it so that we can give glory to the Father. And I, I do give glory to the Father for you as well as others um, who not only pray for us, but they have been kind to occasionally send a gift or something like that. Thank you. It, it, means, it really means a lot to me um, and to my family. And so thank you for that. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, this week we had... Um, uh, a guy who uh, they were doing some tree cuttings across the street here and all of a sudden the power went out and it was flickering and there was popping noises going on all in the house and I was like what in the world and 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 Denise is there next to the window I, I'm not I'm, I'm in front of a wall here uh, there's windows in front of me but I can't see out of them so she's looking out and she goes oh the guy bumped into the the pole out here and um so i i called the electric company i talked with the guy who was following him he was marking the poles that the guy had to trim around i said this knocked out the, the stuff i said it smells like an electrical you know some you know how something when it, it gets smoldering it's like an electrical smoke kind of smell uh that's what it smelled like upstairs i went upstairs i the fans are running this is the weird part the fans are running the lights weren't uh so i cut on the lights the lights came on for a brief second and then it went pop and then there was a pop behind the the on the wall. I didn't know what it was, so I I just went downstairs and kicked the breaker off, turned everything off, and uh, waited for them to do whatever they were doing. And the guy spent about an hour or so out here uh, working with whatever it was on the transformer that happened, because that transformer runs mine and my my mom and dad's house, which are about a hundred yards away from us. So they got it done. I kicked on the power and all. All the light, all the lights were out. I don't know. I, I probably replaced like ten lights or something like that. All of the surge protectors got hit too, just ruined. By the way, I just want to give a shout out to APC. Uh, I bought these things in 2018, 2019. They're little things that go right over your your uh, your plug in. They have six outlets and then they have two for USB. And I had them all over the house where there was electronics. Uh, fortunately, because my dad lost a television in the in what went on, so they're going to have to cover his TV because this guy hit a guide wire. That's what happened. He hit the guide wire and it pulled on the thing. So anyway, APC, give a shout out to them. Great products. I bought them for like fifteen bucks a piece. They're now like twenty two dollars in three years. Twenty two dollars. These little things. And I called them up and I said, I I, I thought I was going to have to buy new ones, but I said I want to check with you guys. You said you have a free lifetime warranty. He goes, yes. What? He says, did it protect your products? I said, yes, sir. He says, oh, that's good to hear. He said, we're going to send you out new units this week. So next week I should get new units. Uh, pray that we don't get anything like that again because I got everything plugged in straight. But you know what a great service and a great product there. That's hard to come by these days to to get great service and great product. I mean, going beyond. Most companies would probably say, oh, well, it did the job. You can buy new ones. These guys didn't even ask a question. I didn't even, I wasn't asking, but it was great. So it's APC if you want to check them out. Uh, great little surge protectors. They probably saved me thousands of dollars, or I should say 
the the company was <laughs> the trimming because I was going to give it back to them. Uh, but great deal there. And uh, yeah, that's what's going on in the Brown House. If it isn't one thing, it's something else. And uh, the Lord gets us through it. In fact, this morning I was out getting my son up going, hey, I need that extension cord so I can plug the lights in because I have to lift the desk up and the lights weren't on and it would have really looked awful here. So anyway, with that said, Kate is back now and uh, she's joining us this morning. Good morning, Kate. Good to see you. And as you can see, Fat Dave has put in an appearance. Yeah, you ought to just get get him a chair and sit him in there. (laughs) Yeah, he's sitting on top of my, my notes. Um, I must, you know, with the time change. So this morning we were we were up bright and breezy, and I've been doing lots of really long power walks. So we were out in the rain this morning, oh, and wow. it was pelting. Yeah, it was really rainy. We're soaked, and uh, Nelly and uh, Rafi had on their new coats, which they hate. Nelly doesn't like the rain. She's a Chihuahua. She's Mexican, so um, she's not impressed. She looked completely miserable. But uh, we were out, and there were some people out, and uh, the rain did hold off. So we were just coming back in the car. And I said, you know, the clocks have changed, but I don't think in America. And you text me, but I was kind of geared up for it. So, um, but I hadn't, I, I did this on a lecture, so I've written it chronological order. But anyway, I just want to uh, say to everyone, we are blessed to be here. Um, we really are, um, because every single day now in, in England and in, in indeed the entire UK, and I believe it's the same uh, in the Western world, they are euthanizing our elderly and our disabled. It is happening. It's happening everywhere. And I don't care what a lot of these so-called um, real media, alternative media, whatever you want to call them, channels, you know, people are getting, you know, it's a bit, bit boring talking about the elderly being murdered and the disabled because, you know, it's not sensationalist enough. Well, let me tell you, it's sensational, sensational enough for me because it's if you're 50 and up and it's if you become disabled, if you've got anything that becomes uh, a problem and you are no longer of financial worth and by incentivizing your death, that is more valuable than what your life is. So I'm going to keep harping on and banging about this and all over the place now we're seeing this where they're calling for amnesty. So we're supposed to forget that one- Not happening here. Yeah, not happening here either. One, Edwina Curry turning around. I don't want to be sitting next to the unvaxxed at the theater. I don't want to be standing next to them at the theater bar. Edwina, while you were talking about the theater, you vulgar woman, people were losing their homes. People were using food banks because they couldn't feed their children. Losing their businesses, losing their children, losing their spouses. Your reason for wanting people vaccinated was because you felt safe while standing at the theater bar vulgar 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 lest we forget there was another lady um who um started childline and uh, um her name was esther ransom and she was on there saying that um it was up to us if we weren't vaccinated and we had a heart attack that we couldn't have medical attention really so they want us to forgive that now i'm not going to forgive it because it's for the lord to forgive but also These very people are responsible for many people being coerced and bullied into having these injections. That's right. And it's still still happening. And um, look at Dave. He's such an attention. He's got got his hands on my hand. Yeah, we're feeling the love, Please, get the camera down here. He is just feeling the love. Anyway, um, so 
I, I think it's a, a lest we forget, this is very important because this is identical to what happened in many times in many countries where people became persecuted. And uh, we and they talk about hate speech, you know, not wanting to stand next to someone who's not had a vaccine that wasn't a vaccine at the theater bar is hate speech. You're, you're saying that they're diseased. That's what you're doing. That was what happened in other times to... Um, you know, uh, uh, one particular group of people where they described them as vermin and they were persecuted and often beaten to death in the streets. So, no, I, I don't think we should forget. And as for um, a lot of a lot of what's happened now, now you see all the dogs are joining me. So um, but we are on it and we're constantly on it because it's still going on. And we are now putting together myself and Charlie another documentary which we've had a lot of help from John Aluni, The Undertaker, who has been collating people with evidence for us in the medical profession, which will all, you know, they, they can remain anonymous because, anonymous because it's important that we get this information out. And uh, there will be some testimonies. And then I just would like to say yet again, a huge thank you to uh, Stuart Wilkie, who I interviewed, who was many years ago, a medical researcher. And, um, and this is, I'm gonna send you a couple of things now that you might want to put up, Tim. I'm, I'm gonna send you um, a couple of pictures because this is a man, Stuart Wilkie, who represented Great Britain in the 1992 Olympics and he also held lots of world records. I've sent it to you on Telegram. It's coming through. He held lots of world records for speed skiing. I mean, I can't believe the speed he went down the hills. It even frightens me to death talking about it. Oh, anytime and I watch those guys going on skis, I'm thinking you're just like well, one breath away the, from breaking every bone in your body. Yeah, and look at those pictures. And I'm now going to send you the official photograph, which was used... Uh, when they were advertising the speed speed skiing. And he was somebody who also went out first and tested the track. His story is phenomenal. You know, even to get himself there sometimes, he had to uh, hitchhike. And then he even played the piano in a hotel in, in return for a room. And both his brother and himself, that's not his brother on the photograph. He's the big tall guy. It's on te it's on Telegram. You might want to it's share not, it. It's not come through. Um. It says it's come through. Oh, silly me. Do you know what I've just done? I've sent it to I've sent it to everybody on the uh I'm gonna have to I've sent it <laughs> You're gonna have to, to explain that to people. You, you know, real quickly, before you before we uh before we go in, in, in a little more than that, okay, here they come. I was just uh, gonna say they murdered both his parents within six days of one another. Wow. Using these NG one six three, now encompassed in NG one nine one. They murdered this man's parents. He's the man there on the left. He's now 61 years old. And also in his early 50s, he was beaten by police officers to such an extent that he had a heart attack wow. on the ground and had to be taken into, I believe it was Adam Brooks. This is a man who represented Great Britain at the Olympics and many world speed skiing championships and held records and I've just sent you the official photograph, Tim, which is the one where he's in the multicolored outfit. If you want to put that one up, that was on the official um, Olympics for Great Britain website. He was Team GB. 
I mean, and sponsored by British Airways. This is so this man represents his country in the 1992 Olympics. And his country beats him like a and, dog. And he was the third in the world. He ranked third in the world. And this is how he's treated. And he's done so much research, so much research for me. And um, he appeared in the, the movie that David Icke made with um, the Icke's iconic and Jackie DeVoy, uh, A Good Death, which of course is not a good death, which is what's happened where they have been um, morphine and medazolamming our elderly um, and our, our uh, disabled using this death protocol, which is hastening death, which is euthanasia, which is illegal, which means it's murder, it's premeditated murder. So will there be an amnesty? No, no, there won't. We're looking for justice. That's right. We're not looking for, we're not looking for the angry mob. We're looking to use God's laws, which is what the laws in this country are based on, and we're looking for justice. That's right. And for every one of you who keeps putting your signature on those nursing codex and the controlled drug book, that is a paper trail with your signature on. You did it, you did it, you did it. And justice will prevail and justice will be seen to be done and dedicated to every single one of them have lost their lives and today are losing their lives with that very protocol. Yeah, that, that one of the things I was going to say, and I, I was going to say it before uh, you came on because I knew you had some time to get on and everything, but I, I was telling people uh, about what was going on in the Brown household this week and everything, but uh, we, we played a song at the beginning of the show. I haven't heard that song probably in 30 years, um, Heart to God and a Hand to Man, and it's based off the Salvation Army, and I, it hit me yesterday when, when Bradley was speaking about that, and he talks about, you know, if somebody's hungry, you give them food to eat. If they're thirsty, you give them drink. If a woman's battered, if a child's abandoned, bring them in, give them what they need. It's exactly what Jesus said. He says, you're doing this to the least of these. When you're talking about these elderly, I, I think a lot about my mom and dad. I went and spent um, some time up there uh, uh, the other day, and we were talking and things of that nature. And they're still you know, able to move around and do their do what they need to do and stuff. But i, I got to tell you, the, the thing that, that bothers me is even what they they perceive of government and of healthcare and all of that it really bothers me because you know we are living in perilous times and we have to interpose ourselves for those who are older who aren't able to do it the way they did it for us when we were younger that you know they were parents they were grandparents they imposed themselves for us in between danger and now it's our time to do that as well. And the the worse this gets in our society, the more we're going to have to start doing that. And not just for them. We're going to have to do it for the young people. We're going to have to do it for a lot of people. Uh, and, yeah. Anyone who's confirmed, anyone yep. who gets sick, all these people that have had these vaccines. And I was hearing last night that Dr. Eric Napute is in court for an $8 million lawsuit, $18 million lawsuit for selling vitamins, basically. And the other doctor, who is a doctor, I'll just give you his name, um, who is incredible. Um, we, we were, um, let me just find it. Doctor, oh gosh, his name's not on the screen. You'll, he's the Thai gentleman that was born in America. Doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've seen him. He's in court in May in Germany. They're trying to take his professorship off him, which will then take away his pension, which he relies to live on with his little family in Germany. He's in court in May for anti-Semitism they've charged him with, and they're planning on putting him into prison for five years. 
Oh, the irony of Germany charging somebody with anti. And you know, the whole anti-Semitism thing is is a is a ruse, folks. It really is. The majority of people who call themselves Jews, and they are not, the, read the New Testament, read Revelation. He, he talks about those who claim they're Jews and they are not, but they're the synagogue of Satan. They are not embracing the Messiah. They're opposed to the Messiah, just like their daddies were. And to call them Semites, the, these people look like European. There are a small percentage, 10 to 20 percent, that actually look Semitic. Uh, but the point is, is this. We're seeing this. I got a video. I was, I was tempted to play it. There's a guy... And I don't want to get off on this subject, but I'll have it. I had it in the archive yesterday, but I'll have it in the archive today. This guy, Harley Pasternak. Now, I'm not going to say I completely agree with what Kanye West said, okay, about Jews. I, I, I don't know that I fully go the extent he does, but I do see some, some things that happen there. Um, this guy apparently is some kind of military CIA handler for people. And when you watch this two-minute video and then you see his tweet, he basically threatens Kanye. He says, do I need to drug you again? Yeah, I see. Oh, I mean, it was like, okay, they're in our face telling us how they're controlling these people. And it's they're still doing MK Ultra and all the other stuff. We've had plenty of people on, Karen Stewart and uh, uh, several people talking about how they're targeting people and things of this nature. But that's not really the point of our show this morning. We're just kind of giving a little background here uh, to get going. But, Kate, you've got, you've got a number of things here. We had Dr. Michael Roth on yesterday talking about cancer. Uh, really great show, good information that he gave. And, you know, the big thing is detoxification, uh, nutrients to the body. Uh, he referred to Gersten therapy, obviously, and, and how that works and stuff. But today, you're going to be talking about reversing diabetes, heart disease, and, and high blood pressure. And I'm sure some people are going, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I didn't think you could reverse any, you know, like heart disease. I didn't think you'd reverse that. I'm yeah. starting to see that, that you've got an angle on this, that everything goes back to what you're putting in this temple yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just remember the Lord, I was looking for uh, a little a little scripture there. Um, you know, God gave us a palate. We're supposed to enjoy our food. We're also, also supposed to, um, it's supposed to be a time when we, we sit with others and we talk. And I, I hear, and Paul, if you're watching, <laughs> I hear people, they make their food and go and sit in their bedroom. Um, even when there's other people in the house. Now, Paul, my friend, doesn't have, he just has Daniel the cat, so I'll let you off. Um, but, you know, we shouldn't be going off and eating on our own. That's when we actually, if we sit in front of the TV, we eat too much. We don't become aware of that um, that little uh, little thing where we're, we're suddenly full. Uh, we don't become aware of, of, of all the chemical things that are going on in our bodies to make us full. If we've got our eyes on the TV, we should be uh, being thankful for what we're eating, enjoy what we're eating, using it. And when my children were young, actually, now we sit around the table, we have napkins. It was a time when we would each, I would ask each of them what they'd done at school. So there are there are some wonderful time uh, psalms for meal times. Um, um, in, in Jewish families, it's called the psalm is called the Great Halal Psalm one three six one to three and twenty three twenty six, um, and they call it the Great Halal. And it's traditionally recited during the Passover meal. Psalm 136 celebrates God as the creator and the rescuer. It speaks of God's supreme lordship over the universe, his creative power and his mighty acts during Israel's exodus and wilderness wanderings. So, it, you know, there's lots and lots of psalms about our food. So 
if we look at just diabetes alone, the reason I've got my notes is these are from a lecture, so I didn't digress. I just put the heading. So I'm going to go through what I did at the lecture because I am an hour early <laughs> for me. Um, when you think that in 2019, 7% of the population in the UK were diagnosed with diabetes, 7%, which is ridiculous. So that now is 700 people per day in the UK are diagnosed with diabetes. 700 people. This is just ridiculous. And a day? A day. Wow. 700 people a day. I looked at how many it was in America and I can't remember because I only wrote down, but it was a lot. Because you guys eat the standard American diet, the sad diet. You guys are really, really pushing it out there. But you know what? This is why I love Simone Plout, the silver bullet. Uh, and Simone, uh, incidentally, Simone's Jewish. She, she introduced me to a wonderful, wonderful Bible with all the old translation in it. Wonderful. Um, but Simone has been overweight and she's really on it. Um, she's, she's a lot more forgiving than me on a lot of things. Um, that's why we work well together. She, she lost a lot of weight. I've watched her. She, she practices what she preaches. Incredible Amen. lady. Yep. Yep. She really is. She's wonderful. And I'm very blessed to know. And I just found out she sold her house and she's moving near me. <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, we got some people we're sending your way. I think in January, I sent you that family. Yep. They're going to be down there and uh, and helping to build up the church there in yeah, Sussex. I'll be there. It'll be one church I don't get chucked out of or banned. It would be wonderful. Um, so anyway, you know, Hippocrates, let food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food. And that's the end of it. It is exactly that. So let's look at the carbohydrates that we eat. We're not talking about the Lord's carbohydrates here. We're talking about cereal, cakes, biscuits, pies. We all like our pies here. Pasta, uh, which they tell everyone to eat. Even the rice we eat, the polished rice, the bleached rice, bread, even our potatoes and the way we eat them. But look, all of these carbs be our natural carbs and our unnatural stuff, which is the biscuits and the cakes, they're all broken down in the gastrointestinal tract. That's that, that tube that goes from your mouth to your anus. And everyone always gets a bit touchy. You can't mention the anus. Yes, I can. What comes out the other end? You look at dogs, you feed them. They poo really quick and cats. We don't. That's a really long pipe. So it's broken down in your gastrointestinal intestinal tract into a singular structure and it's it's called glucose so the glucose gets into your bloodstream remember all your blood goes through your liver every three minutes and then it goes into your liver exactly that way and it goes to your your, your central business district so your glucose glu goes into your cell under the influence of insulin insulin is what provides that key to get the glucose into the cell. And then there's, it's really, really clever. Honestly, what the Lord created is just mind blowing. There's a 20 step pathway then of chemical reactions. And that ultimate 20 step pathway, once it's in the cell, which comes out with pyruvate, which gives you two units of energy. That's all you need to know. Two units of energy from a 20 step pathway. That's your pyruvate. Now that 20-step pathway, delivering the pyruvate then, goes into the powerhouse of your cell. And then there's only an eight-step pathway, which gives you 36 units of energy. How incredible is that? 20, unit, 20 steps gives you two units, but an eight-step pathway then gives you 
36 units. And why, why is that? Because oxygen comes in and it's, it's aerobic. Whereas when it first goes in the cell, it's anaerobic. There's no oxygen involved. Do you see sugar from your foods in the presence of oxygen that we breathe in generates ATP, adenosine triphosphate. The Lord gave us everything we needed. It doesn't come in a pill Amen. from petroleum. That's right. So, so going on, the first place that the glucose is sent to the cell to be burnt as fuel and a high carb diet leaves a lot of extra glucose. So the liver has to store it in the cell and it's stored like little, little globules of glycogen. So the glycogen is your quick release glucose. So when, when you get up in the morning, when you first wake up, if you'd not had anything to eat, you'd fall on the floor, wouldn't you? You've got no more glucose left because you've used it all. Well, no, you use them what's inside as, of the cell as glycogen. That's why if you really want to lose weight, you should go out for your walk or get your skipping rope or your run, interval running as well, like run for 30 seconds, then walk for 90 seconds and do that for 15 minutes. If you can only, you know, run for 10 seconds and you have to walk for, you know, 27 uh, seconds, it doesn't matter. You just keep doing that for 15 minutes only. And what will happen is if, if you do that every day, that time that you can run gets longer and the time that you have to recover gets shorter because you're getting fitter. But you're going to use up all of that glycogen in your cell. Then you're going to start to use up what's left in your liver. And then your body's going to then use um, neuroglycogenesis because you've now gone into low blood sugar. So your pancreas starts to, instead of release the insulin, it has to release glucagon because it goes, I need sugar, I need sugar. So what does it do? Starts breaking your fat down with your um, neuroglycogenesis. It's really clever. It's very simple, folks. Really simple. You don't need your Jenny Craig. You don't need your Atkins diet, the Fatkins diet, as we call it. You don't need any of these. I just gave you the formula. So let me carry on. So your high carb diet, if you've already stored some as glycogen and you've still got a load left, what are you going to do? You're going to make it fat. And that's why your fat cells swell or they go down, depending on if you're breaking them down. So your, your pancreas, that little organ that's underneath, round about underneath your right ribs, a little, a little bit lower down. And they say that once that pancreas is destroyed in type one, it's not completely destroyed often. It's just it doesn't release enough insulin. And I'm going to talk about that. Or if you're type two diabetes, where you're just eating far too much of the wrong thing and you, you've now gone into insulin resistance. So let's get into that. So your pancreas releases your, your um, insulin to open the cell to get the glucose in. And when your blood sugar goes low, it also releases glucagon, glycogon to, to get you to start turning that fat that into sugar. So if your blood sugar goes low, your hormones release. So your sugar, your, your sugar that you see that people are serving everywhere, this white crystalline acid, which is, it's, it's more addictive than crack cocaine and heroin, allegedly. I mean, I've not tried either of those things, but I'm told it is. And we do know that sugar is addictive and it causes your blood sugar level to rise so quickly and rapidly. Now, when it comes naturally as your sugar cane, that fiber stops that happening. And, and you know, this is where 
you start to see disease where the white man came in and they brought in sugar. And remember, in Victorian times, sugar was so expensive and incredible. It came in a locked chest with a, a key. Incredible. That's how precious it was. So your insulin is released because your glucose is high. Insulin's released. Your blood sugar comes down. So high sugar means high amounts of insulin. So you get a spike of sugar, you get a spike of insulin, and then it's released and it gets a trough. So you keep eating, it's just going to be like a zigzag. And it's that spike and trough, spike and trough, spike and trough, which is what is responsible for all your disease. Now, before epileptic drugs came in, they were doing studies. And this is another thing that Stuart Wilkie, the researcher, has been incredible. He was involved in all the studies on the epilim drug. So um, he's going to be doing something with me on that as well. I'm so grateful and blessed to meet him. Amazing man. Okay, we, we got a question, and I, maybe this is the time to ask it because you were talking about fats and stuff. But uh, Sherry asked about how triglycerides work in this. Well, we'll get on to that in a minute. Okay, right. You're going to address that in. Okay. You know, people people think, oh, oh your cholesterol level. You, you're, you're, you're talking low-density or high density and your triglyceride level, if you've got a high triglyceride level and your um, high density is low, it's the, it's, the, it's the state of the liver. Most of your cholesterol is not, it's less than, uh, I think 33% is from what you eat. You're looking at the state of your liver. And so this is all linked in. But if somebody wants that, tune in next week. I'll do you a whole thing on all of that and how this links to this as well, but I'll get into it. So, so, when your blood sugar drops low, that's your hypoglycemia. Think of the O for hypo and think of the R for um, the R for rises. So hypo, um, you start to get a headache. Who does this? When you've got low blood sugar, you start to get um, hangry. You're hungry. So your blood sugar drops and you get shaky, you get irritable. And if you're trying to lose weight, that's when you should pop a couple of Celtic salt crystals on your tongue, drink a great big glass of water and get a skipping rope out or a rebounder and get on it. And if you can't do that, do something that moves your body because you're going to then start using up some of your glycogen and then you're going to use up some of your fat. You're going to mobilize your fat. And if you take your blood sugar after you've done that, if you were to take your blood sugar and it's low, if you do what I just told you, Obviously, if you're going to, if you're diabetic, I'm not telling you to do that. But if you're trying to lose weight and you go sh- shaky because your blood sugar's dropped, if you have a big glass of water and a little crystal or two of salt, and then do some like skipping, and you take your blood sugar again, you know, 20 minutes later, your blood sugar would have gone up because you would have mobilized it from your uh, glycogen. But you would also start at this neuro um, glycogenesis breaking down fat. So. What happens is you've got this where you're, you're, you know, you've got too much sugar, you're releasing your insulin spike and trough, then your blood sugar crashes. So your body goes, oh gosh, I need more, God, I need more glucagon. So the glucagon's coming out and that's going. And then you've got, and then you're eating because you're hungry and you're shaking. So you start reaching for a cereal bar or you're reaching for a biscuit. So now your blood sugar goes high, more insulin. And then your pancreas just goes, I've had enough of this. I can't do it anymore. And your cells go, stop, 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 stop. And you have insulin resistance. And this insulin resistance is where we start to see the blood pressure going up. We see people really unstable blood sugar. People can't lose weight. And you get all kinds of problems. So 
What do you what do you need to do? What do, what do we know about all of this? What, what did we used to call a diabetes mellitus means in, in direct translation, sweet urine. And diabetics, when, when their blood sugar is really high, will start to smell like a smell of pear drops from their breath. And also when your blood sugar is very, very high uh, with people that have gone into hypers, um, they can also be very aggressive. So if your loved one has diabetes, Dave, can you get out of the shop? Um, if your blood sugar is really high or you've got someone in your family that is very aggressive. <laughs> um, <laughs> what a ham. I know he's such an attention, he's just an attention troll. Um, you know, you and they're aggressive. You need to think about this as well with your loved ones and your elderly. Their aggression and agitation might be because of their blood sugar. And, and what do they feed these people in, in the care homes and the hospitals? Oh, I, and listen, I have been sent diabetic sheets from the diabetic nurses. And if you're a diabetic nurse out there and you're fat, you need to clamp that mouth shut and you need to join us on the British Nursing Alliance because you got it all wrong. No one's listening. Their positions in the UK are funded by the companies that make the insulin. So you got a fat nurse standing there telling you, uh, you know, go, go and eat... Um, well, they tell them to eat the wholemeal bread. I'm going to get onto that. Just have your insulin. And if you feel a bit hypo, go and have a biscuit. No, 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 no. Because again, even if you're diabetic, if you're eating all these wrong foods, you get a big spike in blood sugar. Then you're having a big amount of insulin. So you're still getting the spike and trough, spike and trough. And it's that spike and trough which causes the disease related to diabetes, heart disease, et cetera. So going back to, it's going back to, um, going back to the epilepsy before the epileptic drugs came in. And I'm not telling anyone, don't take your drugs. If you, if you're suffering from any of these things, please do go see your doctor, discuss it with your doctor. And just remember this show is just for information and, and, um, entertainment purposes only. <laughs> yes. So Lots of entertainment so from Dave there. Yeah, fat Dave is Dave's fat. Um, so what you you know what they were trialing was they were trialing these people and children on a low glycemic index diet, so below fifty five. So you can go and look. You can Google glycemic index, and it will give you all of the all of the measure of how much is in each each of these foods. And I'll talk about that in a minute. So. What happened was they noticed that when they kept these children on an undulating line with their blood sugar, their seizures went right down. All of a sudden, the epileptic drugs came in courtesy of Big Pharma and those trials were stopped. So if you have um, epilepsy, you might go a long way in getting yourself on a low glycemic load, glycemic index diet, and you can take it further glycemic load because you, your need for your epilepsy drugs might become less and less. And this is something really to take into consideration. So, so someone keeps bothering me now. So the pancreas just stops releasing insulin. This is what happens. So your pancreas isn't dead. It's resting or it's just gone. I've had enough here, folks. It can't cope with this. Our bodies are beautiful, fine-tuned, fine-tuned instruments, vehicles from the creator. And he didn't make any mistakes. It was when you bought in the Industrial Revolution, then we see a lot of mistakes. So diabetics can be caused also by antibiotics. 
the, the, the antibiotics that they give are killer cells recognize, they, they think that the, the antibiotics that they're giving, they're very similar to the cells in our pancreas. And we start to kill off our own pancreas so the antibiotics can destroy it. And also milk, the way that milk, a lot of people talk about, oh, I, I can't have milk. It makes me bloated. It gives me, this. most people have got a leaky gut be it because of the um, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, when the insects lands on it and they eat it, they get holes in their abdomen, they die. When we eat it, we get holes in our gut. Vaccines, shrapnel uh, sits in the gut like heavy metal and also hybridized wheat, which I'm going to talk about. So what happens is um, this milk goes and these globules, large globules can't get digested. So they end up in the bloodstream. And we then set up an, uh, uh, an immune response to it and antibodies. And unfortunately, our pancreatic cells, our Alex Langhans, are the same as these milk. And we start killing our own pancreas. In fact, the Samoan children who went from Samoa, I think it was to either New Zealand or Australia, they all started to develop type 1 diabetes. This is in the 70s and 80s. And what was the one thing they were doing that they weren't doing in Samoa? They were drinking A1 milk. And... There's loads of studies done on that to prove it was causing it. But don't worry, formula milk is still made with A1 milk, even though they know it causes diabetes, multiple sclerosis, and number 67 in the amino acid chain is converted to beta casomorphin. So you've got this now going on processed foodstuffs, going into the bloodstream, getting up to the brain. These kids have been vaccinated. They're having bottled milk, getting up to the hypothalamus in the brain, depressing the respiratory system. Why? The clues in the title, number 67 in the amino acid chain, beta casomorphin, morphine, depresses the respiratory system, cot death, boom. They know it. It's already been done. The studies are there, but they still make the formula milk incredible. with A1 milk. Incredible. It is incredible. It, they, listen, it is all by design. These gangsters, Food and Drug Administration, it's all a lie, but never have we lived, although it's terrible, people are dying. People are certainly getting wise to it. So diabetics are given insulin. Now they have a little button in their arm. I came across one little Nazi diabetic nurse. Oh, I said that word that's banned. Oh, um, but anyway, she was um, telling my patient if she didn't do as she was told, I'll take get that button out your arm. Because you know what we did? We changed this young girl's diet. She was having loads of hypos because they changed her insulin to a newer brand that that doctor would have been getting loads more money for because he's um don't forget this is all incentivized you you use more of our drug and you'll get your you know your holiday in antigua at a conference um so i had to write we wanted her switched to her old insulin we changed her diet and got her on all low glycemic index and we got her insulin really low which is fantastic so as i've said exercise releases your uh, uh, glycogen stores have your large glass of water I've done all that. Your gluca, uh, gluconeogenesis, I think I said it wrong before, gluconeogenesis. Gluconeogenesis is when you start converting your fat when you need it. So if you're trying to lose weight, folks, that's what you do. Get up first thing in the morning. Don't tell me you've not got time. There's no such thing as shan't and can't. Uh, when people say, oh, I can't, there's no such thing as can't, only shan't and won't. So what you need to do is go onto your freebie, freebie sites, you can pick a skipping rope up for a fiver. If you can't skip, a little rebounder. You can do some star jumps. Every time you go across your kitchen, do five star jumps. 
if you're not eating and you're just waiting and having a drink, even a little bit later, so late morning or lunchtime, you're going to start burning fat, which is fantastic. If you really can't manage that, have a vegetable juice, um, but certainly don't be reaching for your Weetabix, your puffed wheat, your Rice Krispies. What about oats? oats? What about well, just oats, oats, oats is different. And again, you want to make sure it's uh, um, soaked overnight and sprouted, but try and have a little bit. Do something else first. I've just walked. I've just walked a great big walk. Yesterday I did nine kilometers. Power walked really fast. Then my last bit, because I was late, I had to run and walk up a hill and I hadn't eaten. I was doing a, a fast till 5 p.m. So I had nothing till 5 p.m. And I've dropped, I've shredded loads of fat off me now and I'm starting to see my six pack, which is great because I was, you know, carrying a little bit extra. Um, but anyway, look, let's talk about this. Hydration um, and exercise releases your glycogen. What they're doing in the hospitals now, just linking this, they're not just killing the elderly, and they are killing them because it's called, uh, they're, they're actually hastening death. And the way they're doing it is they're removing all essential medication. Well, if they're on a, a drug like a NORAC drug for anti-clotting, uh, and you just suddenly stop it where you're supposed to wean them off it, you're going to have a clot and they'll put that down as a stroke. But uh, you also seeing patients, I've been sent pictures where the patient's tongue was completely black. That's dehydration. It's a horrific death to be dehydrated. And these patients are desperate. I've got testimonies where their loved ones are asking to be given water or be given a drink. And the nurses or the doctor in one instance came in and grabbed a relative's wrist and said, what are you doing? Because they were giving their loved one a drink. They're removing all essential medication, food and water and putting them on this morphine and midazolam. Shocking. So you need hydration. So let's talk about what you should be eating Vegetables, brown rice, whole grain, spelt, legumes. And I'll get on to that. Um, with your high, let's just talk about your hybridized wheat. The number one cause, the number one cause of diabetes is your refined sugar. So I'm not just talking about, you know, wading in with your sugar into your tea or your coffee. You can have honey in your coffee. You can carry a little jar, which I do, of honey in my car. And there's one in my grab bag. So if I do go out anywhere, and it's very rare I have real coffee because it makes me, um, I'm not used to it. I start to get all excited and sweaty. Um, I have a uh, chicory in the morning. But if I do, I'll have an almond milk cappuccino and I get my honey out my bag if they've not got it. You can have honey in it to sweeten it. You can have molasses in it. Um, there's a couple of other things you can have if you really want it sweet. And um, in fact, they sometimes say, would you like chocolate on the top of your cappuccino? I said, why not just inject the fat and cut out the middle one or just spread it straight on my thighs? Because that's where it will go. <laughs> they always start laughing. I go, that'll be a no. Um, but look, um, um, there, was, there was no diabetes established and anywhere until sugar made its appearance. Isn't that incredible? No diabetes was established so what are the most um uh, where it's found you've got it in your cereals your cake you even got it in bread biscuits well what are those things also made out of what i've just said hybridized wheat hmm. so in the 1950s wheat went through uh, an intensive cross breeding program 
so that they would get a greater yield. So wheat, when I was a little girl, um, had already shot down. But I remember um, seeing pictures where the children would be in the fields and the wheat would be be much taller than they were. Well, now it's not. It's much shorter because it gets a much bigger yield on the top. And if they made it really tall, it would fall over. And then it would, you know, the, the animals would eat it. You'd get slugs, you'd get everything. So they said, the scientists said, yeah, we don't want to listen to that lot with the science. But they said that they were doing it to stop the famines in Africa, um, India. But you, we know that most of the famines are man-made. Of course we do. So what they did was they they developed this crossbreeding and they created this hybridized wheat. It was much shorter, two foot tall. And um, the man who created it got a Nobel Peace Prize. Don't you just love it? They all get this Nobel Peace Prize. In 1969, Dr. Norman Borlag, and he was an agronomist from America. And in the UK, our agronomists are paid for by the pharmaceutical companies that make the pesticides, herbicides, and fungicides. And the agronomists come out to our farms and they're the ones that give the license to the farmers to sell their produce, their wheat at market. And in order to do that, they have to get this little red tractor. That's what you see on it. And we are spraying our wheat in this country. I think the farmer said to me um, five times greater than they were or twice as much as they did in the last five years ago. And they're spraying it so much now that nothing will grow not even a weed without the fertilizer. If you can't get weeds to grow and you don't get insects on your food, that means it's toxic. So the agronomist, so he was an American agronomist given the Nobel Peace Prize. So by 1970, this hybridized wheat moved right across the earth. And by the 1990s, the hybridized wheat was in all of the food. So then you bring in, as I've said, your GMO, your vaccines. And now you've got everyone's got a leaky gut and your hybridized wheat and the starch. So this is what happens. Amylopectin A, amylopectin A is the name of the starch that is created by the hybridized wheat. Kate, can you hang on to that thought? We're going to close out here and we'll carry you over and let you finish. So if people want to pick this up, sonsoflibertymedia.com or you can catch us at beforeitsnews.com or any of the places that I mentioned beforehand. Uh, but that's where you can catch us at. So be sure to do that. And uh, we'll finish up with Kate on the other side. Uh, guys, if you're leaving and not going to join us, have a great weekend, great Lord's Day. Get with the people of God. Read the Word of God together, and then we'll be back with you in the morning on Monday, 6 a.m., bright and early. Lord willing, talk to you then. See you. Okay, I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And, and Kate, before you get back to that, you mentioned something about a black tongue a minute ago. Uh, I don't know if you saw this story. This was a best-selling author, Julie Powell. She wished uh, death yeah. on yeah. anti-vaxxers and maskers, and she died suddenly. And, I, okay, folks, if, you've, if you're eating or have ate uh, and you don't want to see this because it's kind of gross looking, then don't look away. Five, four, three, two, one. This is what she had here. Now, I watched. I, I know what that is. Yeah, I watched or I read several articles, and there were guys trying to poo-poo 
you know, get away from this was a shot issue. And they were saying, oh, this is just dead skin cells that, are, that I've never seen anybody I, I, with something like well, that. What it, you know what's what going I, on there? Does this have something to do with what you're talking about? That's why I oh, asked. No, dehy dehydration is much is horrific. Okay. All right. These people having these shots that are dying, they're the ones where what's actually happening in their bodies, where they are getting, um, an, um, as I understand, oh, I've lost you. I've lost you. Where have I? How, can you still hear me, Tim? Yeah, I can hear you. You're on. I can't. Where have I gone? Where is that? Shut <laughs> up. Uh, don't save. I've kind of lost. Don't save. There we are. Back to the meeting. Lost you. There we go. So, as I understand it, when you, when you, um, when you, when you, they say viruses, but exosomes, as we talked about this a long time ago, uh, they have the key to to the lock that is on these these cells so when you all of these um your immune cells have little fragments that are made that sit outside and then you make antibodies but it's your own body your own body does this and doesn't attack it and what's happening now with what they're doing is if you get any of these in your in your brain or your heart this is where your own body's attacking these i'll do it more because i was breaking down what this doctor yeah that's fine i didn't i didn't mean to interrupt yeah, you but yeah. when you and said that so i wanted to bring that up yeah because it, it go we should recover this because it's what we said in the beginning about dr Dr james hildreth and exosomes and now what's coming out but what's likely happening is her body is attacking her body and she's breaking down and it attacks it stops it causes all your tissue to break down this is what's happening and so all of this, her whole body's breaking down. It, it's, it's kind of horrific. Well, whatever it was, it eventually killed her. Yeah, and she was arrogant. Yes, she was. She, and, and proud. And I don't, you know, it's for, uh, it, it, it's between her and the Lord now. But, you know, I, I don't wish death on anyone. anyone. And I've really struggled because some of them have said things about us. When I've heard people saying, you know, about, well, if children die, it's all for the greater good. You know, yep. and they're in their late 60s. Are you sick? Well, you think yeah, they are the sick. They're sin sick. That's why they yeah, need a savior. You think that's the right order of events that children should die so that you, when you're in your late sixties, can live a few more years of your debauchery and your vulgar living, which is basically the person I'm talking about. And anyway, I have to put my head down because I can't even look at some of these people. Um, but you know, we're all we're all born with sin. That's why I go for long walks. But anyway, let's talk about amylopectin A. That's the starch created by your hybridized wheat. And that's the one that puts your blood sugar through the roof when you eat it, as in your cakes, your biscuits, your cereal bars, your cereals, all of that stuff with a long shelf life in the supermarket that doesn't even look like it's come from a plant or a tree. There's, you know, you've got whole aisles dedicated to muffins, bagels, croissants, breads. You've got whole aisles to uh, cocoa, cocoa pops, um, um chocolate puffed wheat chocolate shredded wheat you know you've got a whole it's all there and uh amylopectin a gets into your blood really quickly blood sugar through the roof then you're going to be releasing loads of insulin big spike big trough amylopectin b is what you find in the lord's foods um potatoes um some of your fruits bananas being one of them that's why if you eat a banana on an empty stomach, you could, um, you get a, a load of energy really quickly because that gets into your bloodstream fairly quick. That's why you'll see sportsmen. You see sometimes tennis players in the middle of the game when they go and have a drink of water, they'll eat a banana. They'll eat a banana. 
um, really good sportsman. You, you, I'm sure you wouldn't catch Djokovic eating a cereal bar. You know, he's, <laughs> he, he wouldn't. His diet is really clean. And I mm. read part of his book that my son has. His game was plateauing and he got all his diet in check and his game soared. You are what you eat. Today's food becomes tomorrow's sales. No amount of exercise is an offset for a poor diet. Uh, uh, or ex, uh, no amount of exercise and offset for a poor diet or a pharmaceutical drug. Anyway, so let's get on to amylopectin C. That's found in all your legumes, which is all your, you know, your llama beans, chickpeas, black beans, and they give you a steady release. So they're a really good food to have. And they're put here by our creator. He didn't say go out, slaughter every day thousands of cattle, store it all, have half a cow on your plate. That's not the way we're meant to live. I'm not saying you don't eat meat, but it's gone the whole other way. Because don't well, it's forget- become, It's ox, become gluttonous is what it is. That, yeah, that's what you're getting. Yeah, was worth so much money because your ox plowed your fields where you grew your vegetables, your wheat, and, and rotated your crops. Your, your cows, when they had their babies, were worth a lot of money because you got the milk from them, the raw milk. Your chickens were worth more because not only did you, you have your chickens that were fertilized by your cockerel, you also had your chickens that they didn't, they weren't with your cockerel and you got eggs from them. So people, they, their livestock all living together and their geese biodynamic, they realized their animals were very, very valuable. And from the, the milk, you, you made butter, you made cheese all raw, oh, my mouth is watering. Anyway, so the glycemic index, please do pull it up, take a look. Anything that is under 55 is considered low. Now, this is where it gets interesting. So wholemeal bread is 72 72, whereas a grapefruit is 25, sugar is 59, your white sugar. But guess what white bread is? 69. But your wholemeal bread is 72. This is your amylopectin A. This is your hybridized wheat, which you should not be eating. So what wheat should you be eating? Spelt and kamut. You can buy both those flours. You can buy a bread maker or you can do it by hand. Make your bread, put it in the freezer or just make it as you need it. This is what you should be having, non-hybridized wheat, spelt and kamut. Diabetics are told, incidentally, I've seen it on the sheet oh, by the diabetic nurses. Have wholemeal bread, have your cereal, have your two Weetabix. This is what they're telling people. The diabetic girl I took on for breakfast, she started to have a pink grapefruit, an avocado, some fresh mint. This is what she'd have for her breakfast. And she was feeling so much better. Then we got her having um, the pulses and the legumes with lots of green vegetables and brown rice for her lunch. And she would have Kamut so much better for you. So anyway, um, so to stop diabetes, don't have any sugar. You're spelt and you commute, but also you shouldn't be having caffeine. Caffeine's going to release adrenaline and cortisol. That also causes you, that's why you get shaky to massively clear your blood sugar. So you shouldn't be having it. There's a wonderful book called Wheat Belly. I've just ordered it, Wheat Belly, so I'll be on that. You know, you've, you've got everything I'm telling you, folks. If you switch your diet and do what I just told you in this show, 
You're going to be able to eat yummy foods, lots of them, and you're going to lose weight. You're going to lose weight. And there's something um, else to that, Kate. <clears throat> we have trained our palates to 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 take in the and and they've learned that. I remember years ago. Um, I don't know how many years it's been now. Probably like eight or something. Uh, when I did radio with Jim White. And we had Mike Adams on, and he was conveying the studies that were done by, you know, the the labs and stuff that produce McDonald's and all this other. And he said they go in and they find out what the taste is. They they're not really interested in nutrition. They're wanting you. They're wanting you to come back for more. It's this ad, almost addiction to whatever the taste is. And you know, I start thinking about what the Bible says well, that's about. What it is Tim? They're finding yeah a drug to addict you yeah and, and a lot of it was msg a lot of it was yeah. msg that was used being used there and it's interesting because i began to think about what god said about it he talked about those who are idolaters he said their god is their stomachs um i learned from and i'm just going to interject this um the guy i used to work for he went on just days and days of fasts i mean he went on one i think it was almost 30 days or whatever a uh, big guy he was probably like he was probably about as tall as Bradley is. I don't know how tall Bradley is. Six, five or four or something. I don't know. Anyways. My son, six foot eight. Yeah. He, well, he was a big guy. And he went on these fasts. And the only thing he had, he would carry a gallon jug around with him with water. They had, cayenne, that. had cayenne pepper, uh, lemon, and um, honey. And that's, that's all he had. And he says, you know what, Tim? He said, what I found out, and this was a guy who could sit down, and it would almost make you sick to watch him eat. When he sat down... It was business to sit down in front of him and, and watch you, that. You should, t- you should speak to Katrina and Alistair. What and he- ask them, when I eat, <laughs> I eat the biggest amount of food you've ever seen. And sometimes it takes me an hour to get through it. And I love it. And I eat it with gusto. Well, he, he, what he said to me was this. He said, our problem is not the stomach. The stomach will take whatever you've got and it'll be full and satisfied. It's this thing right there. And yes, I was just eating some almonds, so I, I don't have black tongue. That was a piece of almond. I apologize. <laughs> but the point is, is this. He said, it's the, it's the, it's the palate. That's, that's the thing that reels us in. And so we eat all this stuff that's really bad for us. And he was discovering that in the way of just by fasting. He was noticing the difference of how, you know, what things happen. And he would lose weight as a result of doing that, too. Yeah, I, so I've been... Uh... I've been trialing it. So look, hydration is really important. I notice even on myself and my own skin, I can look really wrinkly on videos. And then on other videos, I look really smooth. And and it, and I always know it's when I've, you know, drank lots and lots of liquids. So hydration, I think the recommended daily amount is like six to eight glasses, but even that's questionable. And don't forget, um, it brings your blood sugar up if you're well hydrated, but also you, you've got to remember your green leafy vegetables. This is why juicing is so wonderful. You're not only getting that exclusion zone water, which is potential energy H3O2, which is in your, all your leaves. Um, you're also getting all of your, um, all of your uh, minerals because believe it or not, it's the minerals in all your green leafy vegetables that stop your hair from going gray and white. Can you believe that? So that's one I need of the some of that for my face. Yeah, I'm going to get me some of that. That's <laughs> I noticed I've got a few more white hairs. So look, Scott, we're, we're not talking about um, 
cancer, when you have cancer and you're doing the Gerson therapy, this is completely different. And um, uh, Dr. Patrick Vickers, you know, I've done, um, I was actually engaged to him. I can say it now for three and a half years, but uh, you know, I just interviewed him again and uh, we, we've done a couple of interviews broken down and we're going to go through all the therapies, but we're not talking about his advanced Gerson therapy, which they're doing an amazing job. We're talking about if you're healthy. So I didn't have any salt, but look, Sea salt has got 92 minerals in it. Sea salt. Sorry. No, no, scrap that. Sea water. Sea water has got 92 minerals. What they do is they evaporate the water off. And the sodium is, is 30%. The chlorine, 50%. And then there's very little else in it. And then they clean it with bleach. And they add aluminium. And this is what your table salt is. So it's just mostly sodium chloride with aluminium added to it. Now you're, um, so it's literally got the two minerals in it, the sodium and the chloride. That is it when you have your white table salt. Now, when you have your pink Himalayan salt, that has 75 minerals in it. So remember your table salt, sodium uh, chloride has got two minerals in it. And you've got your pink Himalayan salt, 75 minerals. Your Celtic salt, Celtic sea salt, has got 82 minerals in it. But it's also got the three magnesium minerals in it. And magnesium relaxes all of your, your round muscles. So that's why your blood vessels, when they go hard with the calcium, don't forget they give all these old bodies um, calcium supplements because they say they've got osteoporosis, then they get all their hardening of all their, their blood vessels. The magnesium relaxes it. But you don't have a lot of it, just a couple of crystals and a glass of water, and, um, and you go with that. So, so if we talk about the exercise, this is what I was saying, high-intensity interval training, you don't need to do very much. You literally do about six or seven cycles, which is about 15 minutes. And it's, it's a ratio of a 30 minute blast and 90 second, sorry, 30 second blast, 90 second. And when I, 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 you know, it sounds not very much. You don't have to run. You can just power walk where you can't talk, where you're out of breath for 30 seconds and then go back where you can get your breath back. Um, or you can sit on your bed and re if you're somebody that is really, you can't do that, you've got injuries or you're elderly, rebound on the edge of your bed for 30 seconds. Even that will get you out of breath. I've got skipping ropes. I'm trying to teach myself how to boxing skip. I skipped for hours as a kid. A anybody watching this, and we used to skip for hours in the playground. Singing. Yeah, my girls would do that. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like you skip and you're like, really? But it, it, if you go, if you go skip, on your lawn with your skipping rope slightly shorter than the lawn. Um, so you've got to lift your legs higher, barefoot, barefoot. Not only are you earthing, you're not onto hard. You're going to get a little bit of cushioning. Every time you go up, your vertebra all stretches up and the blood goes into all of that cartilage. Really? Oxygen, oxygen. Yeah, it goes up and then it all goes clatters down produces energy does it not yeah that rebounding and that skipping the rebounding in itself going up and down if you're on a little rebound you can get these things on free cycle 
Uh, if you keep thinking about rebounding, you're going to find someone somewhere that's got a free one. Even these space hoppers that we all had in the 70s, you remember the two ears and you sat on them? My kids had great fun with those. We used to have space hopper races down the garden and they gave them to the school. But these exercise balls, you can sit on those. They're like $15. Um, sit on one of those. Same thing. What you're going to be doing is not only are you going to be pushing all your lymph around your body, your lymphatic fluid, but you're also going to be oxygenating all your extremities. Okay, you've sold me. I'm getting one of those for my desk instead of the chair that I'm sitting and in. Get me one of those. Get yourself an exercise ball and sit like we'll see. You like yeah, this I can. Radio. I can do that. I can do that. They, they need a big one though to get me up to the desk size. And here. also, if you sit on an exercise ball, you have to then engage your core muscles. So if you've got an achy back. When you sit on an exercise ball with your feet flat on the floor, don't make sure your feet aren't slippy, you know, wear good shoes. Um, and then you could put your grounding mat under your laptop. And um, I was just going to say, that's why you do it on the lawn as you're skipping, you're grounding at the same time. Oxidative stress, it's going to cut all that down. Remember, 60 miles off is positively charged. The earth is negatively charged. So you're earthing, cutting down your oxidative stress, your free radical damage. Oh, everything is so wonderful and interconnected. I just love it. But if you're sitting on that exercise ball, engaging your core muscles, that is what relieves your bad back. And that's where your posture goes and where you've got these big fat tummies. So get your core muscles engaged. Okay, so we got a question in here. Um, and I don't know what it has to do with, but Rascal asks... Rascal, there's the name. Yep, yep. <laughs> I, I like it. The little rascals, they, they were great guys. Um <clears throat> Has Kate heard of electroculture? Electroculture? I haven't, but tell me. Well, okay. I'll, I guess he's he's a, or he or she. I don't know. I, I'm assuming it's as a he, but maybe it's a she. <laughs> I always mess this up. Uh, I guess that's something for you to study this week. I, I don't know. They didn't say anymore. They just asked about that. Electroculture. I'll electro go and have a look. Yep. If it's anything to do with the fact that, yes, we are electrical, that's how we measure the, the heart with the ECG that gives us that little yep. zigzag. It's how we measure the brain. It's it's apparently about six feet out, three foot above, three foot below. We are electrical before we are chemical. And we are a, 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 a thought because the Lord puts us into our mother. That's our soul. We become electrical and chemical and the rest is incredible. So um, you couldn't sell it to me any other way. So don't even try um so walking i love this bit if you go for a walk after you've eaten it reduces the chances of you getting diabetes which must be type 2 by 50 percent how cool is that so get off your couch potato status you still there tim Yep, I'm here. I was responding to uh, somebody because they're asking about coffee enemas now. <laughs> oh yeah, now I can do a show on that as well. We can do that. I love my coffee enemas. I'm sure. I'm stuff. sure my friend David would really like that, don't you, David? You like it when? No, Dr. Roth mentioned that by the way uh, yesterday. So I was referring him to the oh, show yesterday. Mind. Morning, had my coffee enema as soon as I got up. Well, that, that Dr. Roth mentioned it yesterday, and he was just saying it was basically it was a good thing for a cleanse for the colon and cleanse and cleansing of the liver too, and removing yeah. of all kinds of heavy metals and other things like that, yeah. getting it out of your body. So let's just answer that. All the blood goes through your liver every three minutes. So your systemic circulation, your liver is your site foreman. And its job is to to clean these things and get rid of all your dead blood cells, everything uh, uh, everything. So 
your entire systemic circulation going through your liver every three minutes, packaging up the fat, sending it out, uh, the toxins in the fat, or getting rid of it down methylation pathways in your bile. So the glutathione transferase is, is absorbed into the hemorrhoidal vein. And you know what it does? It's in much greater quantities that way. It causes all of your bile ducts and your gallbladder to open and all the bile comes out into your bowel. So you only hold it for 12 to 15 minutes and you release. And that is a a part of the Gerson therapy. I did five a day for two years, then four a day, three a day. Sometimes I still do two a day. But anyone who knows me knows I will not go anywhere. If I have to be out the house at 5 a.m., I'll be up at 3.30 doing one. So that's why I have an hour and a half. It's my most favorite time of the day because it's very relaxing. It's a wonderful time. And all my friends. So Paul, who is uh, another director of the company, I know he's watching, Catherine, um, even Patrick, because, well, but my my friends, we all chat while we're doing Coffee Enemas, and Dr. Andy Kaufman does the same. He'll be doing his Coffee Enema and chatting. I heard, I heard that, yeah, I heard it. I'm laughing because you guys who are in every other part except for DLive, you miss a lot of information, a lot of funny stuff that comes from Mr. Wordsworth. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your. There you go. <laughs> so I, but I have, I do have a question about that, and and it's a ser- it's a serious question. Does it matter? <laughs> I almost feel silly asking this question. Does it matter if it's dark roast? Does it matter if it's just your no, bland kind of whatever? No, it must what, be. What is it that dry? What is it that makes this this work to do what it's doing? The glutathione transferase. It must be organic. Okay. And it can be dark roast or light roast. So I've had both. If you're in the UK, uh, we order it from the coffee plant on Portobello Road. And I buy bulk um, because, I, you know, my clients use it as well. But also, um, Dr. Patrick Vickers, if you're watching this in America, you can go onto his website. I think it's gersonclinic.com. Um, you can go onto his website and he's done it wonderfully there. He's got a month's supply of all the supplements you need and the coffee and the animal book. It's all on his shop. He's put it all together. I'm sure that was my idea. But anyway, <laughs> but we're going to be doing that in the UK. And uh, so it's all it's all on there. But they were doing these in Hippocrates time. They were doing these in the First World War because they have another fantastic thing. They're painkillers. If you have a headache, it means. One yeah, thing you've mentioned one. that before. You're toxic. You're toxic. And even if you've got a head injury, that's what happens. Your brain becomes toxic. Your brain cleans when you're in deep sleep using the glymphatic system. We've done it on the show. So you have a headache. It's a painkiller. And so it's so I, I had surgery, <laughs> came on the same day. And the anesthetist was furious that I wouldn't have a general. I said, well, I've eaten a banana now. You've got to do a local. And it was because it was private. He didn't want to lose his money. And so um, what I did was, I just went back into doing my juices, five coffee enemas a day, and my pain was gone. And that was the Saturday. By the Monday, I had no pain, and I'd had revision of my um, my reconstruction. So it was amazing. Yeah, I, uh, I you I remember when you mentioned it. Uh, what was it last year? You had an injury, you fell or something, and you had to go do that because you could hardly move. Now we got two I questions here. Two no, questions. Was, uh, two I questions. So so I and I think I think it's I think it's. I think they're good questions. Uh, 
<laughs> okay, I'm not touching that one, Jennifer. That's that's. No, uh, I think that's a preference. Words. She she just says French press. No, you French presses are for actually drinking. Okay, I'm just going to tell you. All right, so um, one is, do you grind beans or do you do you get the just the one that's already ground or you can you can do either. Either either I is just. I mean, either is just as good. Yep, you can buy it as the beans, or okay. you can you can buy it ground. Okay. Um, I I have a coffee grinder, but I buy it as the ground because okay. there's only so many hours in the day yep. that the lovely chick can research and come and tell you guys <laughs> how to do it. Okay, so there's that, and then how much goes in there? So so the rule of thumb is it's a liter of water, and it's two rounded tablespoons rounded rounded that means as above so below rounded tablespoons per liter you bring it to the boil then you when it boils you put a lid on it and you turn the heat down and you simmer it for 15 minutes so you bring it to the boil for a couple of minutes then simmer it for 15 then you turn it off you would have lost some of the water and you allow it to cool and you pour it through a sieve you can then put those coffee grounds in your vegetable patch they're wonderful yep, yep. pour it through the sieve and then you make it back up to one liter. And then uh, I'm just gonna let my cat, Lulu, okay. come here. I, I'm the cat's, I'm the cat's <laughs> So, so. The dog is sitting there. So, so basically you're on, saying you're on. gonna use a liter? A liter. Wow. And what you do is you do not lie on your left side, which is where you do regular enemas. You lie on your, lie on your right side. Why is that? Because of the way the bowel is, because this is not an uh, this is not an aperient. You're not using it as an aperient to empty the bowel, but it does do does do empty the the descending. Don't remember your you know your your yeah. colon goes up right. your right side. Okay, descending. okay, that makes Cross. sense. Right. So you're going to lie on your right side, and you need a, a an enema bucket. I prefer a clear one so I can see the liquid going down the pipe. The, that is a stainless steel. And a silicon pipe, and it's this particular soft catheter on the end, coconut oil. Let me tell you, I have cats come in, and uh, I have to scoop a bit of coconut oil out the jar first, put it on my my vinyl floor for the cat because they know it's enema time, and they get some coconut oil, and um, and then you put it in. But you need to prime the tube first, and you and I hold the bucket, and once it's all gone in, you clip it, release the tube, and you hold it. You know, I I, I used to have a teaching video on this. Um, I can, I, I should do one again. And you know what I love? I love all the trolls when they do these stupid little things about me. That Kate Shemarani puts coffee up her, her ass and I'm just like, oh, shut up. It, you know, it was in the Merck medical manual that they were using coffee enema in the First World War on the troops when they had no pain relief. And it was it was relieving their pain. So this has been around for such a long time. I think it was the fifth edition of the Merck Medical Manual. Don't hold me to it, but I've got a feeling that's when it was. That's incredible. So, I mean, um, it, no, it really is incredible. I and until until uh, you had brought that up on the show, I'd never heard about that as a pain relief, and that there was a, a major nerve there uh, back there. Yeah. That, that, that 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 affects. I mean, that's that's pretty incredible. And I know it's kind of it's kind of funny, guy. I get it. I, it's funny. But at the same time, but the French don't find it funny. Well, you, 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 if you're a lot, when you take a drug, yeah. you've got your first pass metabolism. It goes into your stomach. Some of it's going to be destroyed in your stomach. Then it's got to go into your intestine and then into your blood supply and then into the liver. 
This is why the, the French will give a lot of their drugs rectally. But of course, um, you know, as, as the, us in the, you know, the Brits and the Americans are like, oh, it's for exit purposes only. Well, yes, it is, but it is a continual pipe. And when people say, well, if we were meant to do that, you know, we would have born with that. We weren't meant to live with the amount of toxicity sure. that yeah. we have now. And I, yes, our livers can mitigate some of that. And our liver is, is one of the only organs in our bodies that we know of that regenerates. Um, and it's not till we're down to the last third yep. uh, that we start to show signs. And when you get to the last third and your blood results are showing that you've got problems, um, with your, you know, your, uh, your, your liver enzymes, then you're in trouble. You're really in trouble sure. by that stuff. So, you know, why not remove the toxic burden as best you can, you know, choose your poison, but don't have everything around you that's toxic, eat clean foods. And why not help your liver along? Because these little, little red spots that you get on your body called cherry angiomas, and you typically get them on the torso, they're a sign that your liver is compromised. I got those in my 20s. And I recently went. What is, what is it? Hey, help me out. What is a cherry Angelino? What is An Angelina. <laughs> That's Angelina Jolie with red lips. No, a cherry angioma are these little tiny red blood blisters that we see on elderly people. I started to get them in my 20s. And, and doctors will tell you, oh, they're just a sign of old age. No, they're not because young people get them. They come when your liver is beginning to be compromised and you typically get them on your torso okay. and your, uh, your upper limbs. You can gotcha. get them. Now I had them, I had them in my late twenties and now, you know, I went to see, don't try this bit at home folks. I went to see a, a dermatologist consultant and she said, you know, we can laser these off. And, uh, and then I got the price and I was like, what? Anyway, I was just Googling and I thought I'll have a go with one of them. So I put some anti and said, don't try this at home. This is just for entertainment. This is just what I did. So what I did was I got some anti, yeah, um, some analgesic cream, some LMX, LMX4, and I put it on a couple of them. And then I, I, heat, <laughs> I heated a needle, a, 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 um, a sterile needle. A, a wide ball on from a you know that you that you put onto the end of a syringe over the my gas cooker on the blue part of the flame where it's really hot and then I just went onto these little cherry andriomas and they disappeared I thought yeah that's quite good that's a lot cheaper than laser but don't try that at home folks because that's really dangerous uh, but anyway that's well do they you know, go I away on their own once you take care of the problem no, but I think there are things I think you can put, you know, there's a lot of people saying you can put hydrogen peroxide on them or you can put um, apple cider vinegar on them. I've tried kind of that and I was like, you know, you know what, I'm going to go for the full burn it off. Um, but do not do that or with a paperclip or anything else you want to try. So, do so Kate, this is the, these things that you're talking about here. These are these are God's ways of kind of bringing up the screen Terry that says, hey, you have a virus it. on your computer. Yeah. It's his way of bringing it up and saying, hey, you got a problem on the inside here. Yeah, you need to take you care of it. Your, your body, your hmm. skin is not a wetsuit. Your teeth are attached to your body. They don't walk into the dentist on their own and say, listen, I'm here to have a, a, a scale and polish. They're attached to your body. Your iris of your eyes is not there to be covered up with sunglasses. And if you look at the iris on old people and you look at the iris on young children, their eyes are crystal clear. I can tell you right now, and I've actually seen it on photographs of myself, 
Once I started doing Gerson therapy and I started doing coffee enemas, the color of my eyes went back to what it was when I was younger, pale green. That's fact. Interesting. So it is because these are the windows. That's why you also, you know, you shouldn't be wearing sunglasses because they tell your brain and it actually stops your skin getting burnt. Oh, my word. The more I learn, I can't tell you how much I love learning. Um, so look, the other thing as well, uh, we've done the walking. Um, I've been trying this. I'm a most awful person for not going to bed on time. So I got my grounding mat. The link is, I believe, on the show, Tim. Please buy a grounding mat from me because a chick's got to eat. I got myself a grounding mat and I religiously put it under my feet in my bed every single night before I go to bed. I pull the duvet back, put my grounding mat where my feet is. Um, it soon warms up. I've never had a problem. Within five minutes of my feet going on that mat, I can tell you the most wonderful feeling of being relaxed and needing to turn my light off and put my book down. Mm. I'm asleep, whereas I was struggling. It's called your power hours. 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. is when your body, it's not, all the regeneration does occur after midnight, but 9 p.m. till 3, 3 a.m. and your daylight saving hours. Um, so, you know, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. So I've been trying to get to bed before 10 o'clock. I was in bed the other night at 9 o'clock. I yeah, was we, zipping to go. We, we've I got something. Out. we got something for all those daylight savings times, people. This is what I posted. I will not turn my clocks back. I will then be living one hour in the future. I greet you people of the past. Your ways are quaint. I, you know, oh, I think yeah. I, I do think of I do think of that passage in excuse me, in Daniel, where he talks about uh, uh, changing times and seasons and stuff like that. And men have been doing that. Uh, obviously, yeah. I, I see it in the Gregorian calendar and stuff like that. But even Absolutely. in this, it's it? like, it? why don't you just wake up an hour earlier and have that thing and nobody has to mess with clocks and stuff. It's just goofy. It's exactly. Really goofy. And also when you think October, oct is eight, nov is nine, des is ten. Oct is not... Um, 10 and nov is not 11 and death is not 12 they messed up our calendar it's it's all been this is all linked oh my word well and god established look for people to understand go back and read how god established if you want to say the calendar there were 30 day months every day was 30 or every month was 30 days and uh, he laid it out he laid out the names of them he laid out all of that stuff and so what if some things go off at certain times? They come right back to that, uh, to where they're supposed to be. He laid out the stars for, it. we read it in Genesis 1, times and seasons and years and days and all these kinds of things. So God has perfectly set that up. And man wants to come in and say, no, 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 we know a little bit better than you. We can do it this way. And now you see all kinds of stuff that's been destroyed. Well, look at how that's working for everybody. Yeah, They're all getting yeah. sick. So that's look, right. uh, when you want to work in the morning as well, if you work in the mornings, your eyes can be a little bit strained, but they'll recover. When you work in the evenings, which I was doing before, when you're tired, I couldn't see. When you're straining your eyes like that, you're eventually destroying your eyesight. Now, you look in the Middle East and the Far East um, and even Eastern Europe, they don't wear glasses. They're out there in the in the fields and on the mountains with their goats herding they're not wearing they can spot something right across what you should be doing that that's a, that's interesting you say that because we had the story of uh, a military guy who was over there in the middle east and they had those night vision things you know where they seeing green yeah. or whatever and he said 
He said there was a guy who was, I don't know if he's a sheep herder or goat herder. Or he said he was looking right at them in the pitch black. He said, we couldn't see five feet in front of us. This guy looked at us and was pointing at us and was telling his friend about it. And he said, how are they doing? I guess because they're not used to LED lights. And, you know, of course, yes, that's been part of our problem. Yeah, most people don't even understand why they had they began to have church services at night because the church buildings were getting electricity and so people went in at night to be there and things of that nature. Used to people would what use candles, they would read and this, that and the other, and then they would eventually go to bed, but I mean they wouldn't be up very long because even doing that tires one out as well. It does. Well look, this is another thing that's interesting. Again, I'm not telling you to do it because I'll have the fire brigade at my door. But um, candlelight and and oil lamps are not harmful to the eyes, but your LED lights and artificial lighting is. So our muscles in our eyes are pretty much set by the time we're 11. So look what happens with us. We, 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 we were sitting in our classrooms and we were looking at the writing our work, then looking forwards at the board, then looking down, looking forwards, looking down, looking forwards. And this is what you should be doing. Get on your repounder to push all your lymphatic fluid around. Focus on a plant on your windowsill or something on your windowsill. Put something there and then look beyond it out the window into your garden or at the clouds and keep doing that. Keep doing that. Keep doing that. And what is near will become crystal clear and what is far will be blurry. Then when you focus on what's far, that will become clear and what's in your near field will be a little bit blurry. And what you're doing is you're exercising your eye muscles. What are they doing with our kids now? They're putting them in classrooms with LED lights. They're giving them all iPads and laptops. That's what they're doing. And they're destroying the muscles in their eyes. So this is really important that you get your work done in the morning and you get to bed at night. You don't have a telly in your bedroom um, your bedroom is for sleeping or making babies. Kind of like that. Anyway, um, it's or not. Or maybe for, the reverse uh, order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you generally need to be awake. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's but, uh, why that's why that whole phrase of sleeping with someone doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, but you know, that that whole thing where people, oh my word, I have patients coming to me that are so sick. And they've got a, 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 a whatever it's called, a booster thing for their Wi-Fi in the bedroom and they've got it they've got their entire led lights behind the telly and it's like a toxic soup and don't forget folks those led lights are making your blood sticky mm. so um you you know you want to have make sure you you turn your wi-fi off at night that you're not having you know artificial light all the time get yourselves to bed if you do have candles make sure they're safe don't walk around with it i've just had niacin a hundred milligrams. I took it while I was on air. Um, and it, it's vitamin B3. So it, it causes dilatation of all your peripheral blood supply. So you get maximum perfusion of oxygen into the cells. And I'm having a massive niacin flush now, folks. I'm going bright red. So um, so you want to be, um, so there's no, oh, here we are. Look, I've taken some notes here. There's no proof that cholesterol causes heart disease and the liver makes cholesterol based on the body's demands. So if your liver's um, really struggling because you're making it really poisoned with everything you're doing, there's nothing quicker to detox the liver than a coffee enema. I'm going to do it. I'll do it as a show next week. How about that? I'll do the, I'll go over the cholesterol can, and I'll do the coffee enema. Can you, take just a, can you take just a moment and tell me how, since it's not going through the digestive tract and stuff, 
how is it get how is it reaching the liver from the other end so to say how is it reaching the liver to cause it to do that because it's the glutathione transferase that is absorbed into the hemorrhoidal vein Okay, and then that's going through the blood, right? Which yeah, is, oh, I got it, I got it. Okay, I got you. By the time I get to next week, I'm going to show you. I'm going to do it full on camera. I'm not going. I don't mean I'm going to put the tube up my rear end. What I'm going to do is I'm going to show yes, you. Yes, please don't need. do that. I'll do it like you know, like a cooking program. I'll show you, but I'll also talk you through it, and I'll I'll do a, a diagram. I might put my laptop in so I can do it up my whiteboard. That'll be interesting for all of you because you might like that. Um, so look. The brain um, needs it. The brain needs fat. That's the other thing. Your brain is 2% of your body weight. And yet, oh, Dave's now snotting. Uh, and yet your brain uses 20 to 30% of your calorie intake. Only weighs 2% of your body weight, but uses 20 to 30% of your calorie intake. Incredible. In, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and remember, it's 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 so fantastic. But if you're not having enough fat in your diet, or you're taking these absolutely dreadful poisonous statins that destroy CoQ10 in your liver, the heart protective enzyme, what you're going to get? You're going to get dementia, and you're going to also start having heart problems. Of course, they know all this. This is why it's called the Food and Drug Administration. So for diabetes, for heart disease and for high blood pressure, you want a low carb diet. And we don't mean we're talking about even if it's, um, you know, you don't want to be piling in the, the high glycemic index carbohydrates. Stick to the low ones. You know, even a sweet potato, if you cook it and then put it in your fridge and then you heat it up later, it's going to reduce it further. You know, don't have the bananas so often. Try and have an apple instead. And, and the banana, of course, is a herb. So don't reach for the bananas, reach for the apples. Um, lots of legumes. Try not to eat between meals. And if you do, try and have a vegetable juice. You know, people have, like, um, you know, we shouldn't be saying this, but like, I'm guilty of this. When people have nuts, they don't eat nuts for a long time. Then they go and eat like a massive bag of them. Even worse, they're going to eat salted peanuts. Um, but try and have lots of your water, Stick to that, that little bits of salt. Try and have the little bit of fast when you get up in the morning and you're going to lose weight. You're going to reduce your blood pressure. You're going to reduce your need for your, uh, your um, type 2 diabetic drugs. And you can reverse that. And certainly with type 1 diabetes, speak to your diabetic nurse. Start to change your diet slowly. Start to work with them and start to get your blood sugar lower. So you will require less insulin you'll keep it as an undulating line. And if that diabetic nurse is telling you to eat Weetabix and white bread and everything else, and she's fat, you want somebody different. That's right. Get yeah. You want somebody who's, you want somebody who's walking the walk, right? Yeah, 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 you do. Um, I listen, I don't go to a dentist with black teeth and you know, I, I'm a Barbie doll kind of chick. I don't go to a hairdresser with a Mohican who wants to cut my hair off and doesn't like long hair. You know, it's it, you. So why are you going to go to somebody who's going to tell you what to do with your diet and they're obese? You're not going to. Um, you know, this is all uh, this is why the, the people that I, you know, I, I hang with even, you know, lovely Paul, who worked for British Airways the same time I did. You know, he didn't he didn't question it. He just did what he was told. He started juicing. He started doing coffee enemas. He just embraced it all. He's willing to learn. And this guy's in his, um, he's in his 50s, late 50s. He's slim. He's lost loads of weight. 
he looks great he's got bright eyes his skin's better you know you this is going to show what you put in here you're right tim it's about what you put in your mouth and um it's going to show on how you look you're going to yeah. have bright this is the phrase bright eyed and bushy tailed good sleep clean air lots of water clean nutrient dense foods and a clean mind and uh, you're going to be good to go hmm. and i just want you know dave is having the best time i know he's, he's popping in there quite a bit washed, dave oh now you're just showing off aren't you yeah he's washed his backside <laughs> he's washed his bits he's, uh, he's got himself all sorted you know he really is dave oh dave, goodness gracious dave, yeah he says record? what He's like, you know, I didn't do anything on, on there. Uh, okay. So Kate, let's, let's get ready to close out things. Uh, give people a final word of exhortation out of maybe a synopsis of what we talked about, because a lot of people are saying, man, it's really good information. And I, <clears throat> I'll guarantee you the majority of people who hear this show are not getting this kind of information from their doctors. They're getting, what kind of pill would you like? They're getting today? a pill. Yeah. They're getting a pill. Yeah. Okay. So that just, let me just give you this. Cause you're going to have to listen carefully, folks. You're going to have to go into the archives of the show and listen to it. But what I will do, Tim, because I'm writing the document for it, I'm going to send it to you today when I've written it or, or tomorrow, and you can have it. So what do you need to have always in your cupboard? You should always have some honey. You should always have some, um, some baking powder. You should always have some dried herbs and spices as well as all your fresh ones. So that's your ground coriander, your turmeric, your cinnamon, your cumin, your oregano, basil, your thyme, your Cajun pepper, whole coriander, your chili powder, your chilies. These are things that are going to make your foods taste yummy. Because don't forget, it's about your palate. You've got to enjoy the food. What else do you need to always have in your cupboard? Your apple cider vinegar. Um and have a bit of balsamic vinegar. It can make tomatoes taste absolutely delicious. Make sure it's organic. Um, have your olive oil in it, your virgin cold pressed olive oil. Have your flaxseed oil in your fridge. You can freeze flaxseed oil in glass bottles. It doesn't expand when you freeze it. Unrefined organic safflower and sunflower oil. Unrefined organic apple cider vinegar, which is the one with mother. That's what I have. And you can have ghee. You know what ghee is? It's, yeah, it's refined butter. It. Yeah. So what do you what do you want to get when you go to your your health food part of your store, you know, your organic bit or your health food shops? You want to have your 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 good flowers, what I've talked about, your kamut, your spelt. Have your roll, you know, your oats, your brown rice, uh, your brown rice flour, your legumes, buy them in your big bags. And make sure they're organic. Your dal, black-eyed beans. I love black-eyed beans. You can have your red kidney beans. Remember, you can make your organic um, vegan chili con carne by using um, pew lentils and your kidney beans. And don't forget, you've got to soak them for 12 hours in water, tip it out, then sprout them for 12 hours, then cook them in your slow cooker, bung them in glass jars, put them in the freezer. You just do it once a month. Don't forget, don't forget a slab of ham in that just to kind of get some flavor in there. <laughs> your chickpeas. I love chickpeas, but I will warn you, you know, if you have a load of chickpeas, you know, to go for a walk on your own and don't wear earphones uh, because you won't hear yourself as it happens. Your yellow split peas. <laughs> all your, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the things that are going to make you blow off like a trumpet. Um, cashews, uh, your hazelnuts, your almonds, your pecan nuts. Your, I love macadamia nuts. I have mine in jars as a mix and I now have a mixed nut and dried fruit in my car 
to stop me eating things I shouldn't. I have my peppermint tea and I have that. So when I've done a dog walk, at least I've got that. And then you've got to have all your usual stuff that you bung in your fridge um, and your dried stuff like, you know, your um, your yogurts, your tahinis, your, um, your, all your dried, whatever you want to have. You know, if you do eat pasta mixed, you can even have lentil pasta. When you go every week, go twice a week for your vegetables. Get all of your vegetables, your cabbages, your onions, your potatoes, your greens, your mushrooms, your your um, aubergines, eggplants, as you call them, your bro broccoli, your cabbage, your cauliflowers, your avocados, all your dark green leafy vegetables, your kales, your chard, your spinach, all of them. And then get your fresh herbs as well. Get all your salad stuff, your tomatoes, your cucumbers, your uh, peppers. Oh gosh, my mouth's watering. And if you do eat meat and your fish, get it organic. And remember, don't have your um, canned tuna, your swordfish. They're really high in mercury and your salmon, make sure it's wild um, salmon and your oysters. They need to be Pacific Ocean. Um, so get those. And then don't forget to have your things like your uh, tomato passata, passata in jars and your jarred tomatoes and you can you can get all your jarred stuff that will last i'm a big fan of pickled onions on oh my word um so have all the things like that but that is what you should be always making sure you have my i love when my kids come in my house and they go there's nothing to eat and the cupboards are full of it <laughs> you can make make your bread wrap it in brown paper till it cools which is what i do and then all the moisture stays in slice it up put it in a container put it in your freezer and buy your butter and just freeze your butter, slice it, um, organic butter, put it in a little container in your fridge as you need it. You know, it, it plant, fail to plan, plan to fail. It's as simple as that. Mm. So, you know, I, I, I'm not fattest. I know we've always gone about it. I just want everyone to live a long life and not need to go to the hospitals right. or in their homes. Amen. Um, I want you to avoid disease and reverse disease. That's what I'm about. And you won't need to be as afraid then because you, you won't need any of that. And you'll also feel so much better when you're lean because you can do more and move more. Mm. And your joints won't hurt. I was starting to eat things I shouldn't and my joint was getting big and it was hurting. It doesn't hurt. And now it's it's shrinking again. So all of these things, uh, you know, this is all I, I do this because it's my passion. If you mm. want to have a personalized program and you need guidance uh, or you're already sick um, and you can pretty much reverse it all and I've even just taken on some patients who've been told to basically go home and die. Wow. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not giving them hope. I'm just going to, I'm not going to leave that. Well, you want going. to get, no, you want to give them hope. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, otherwise they might as well die. If there's no hope, there's, they might as well die. Yeah. My, my children's godfather was in his seventies and he was told that he had six months to live. That's what he was told. And he lived, uh, with uh, he had lung cancer, six months to live, and he changed all his diet. He lost seven stone in weight. That's fourteen pounds times seven. Wow. Uh, uh huh. And uh, two point two pounds to the kilo. Two point two kilo. Uh, two point two pounds to the kilo. Yeah. And uh, he died. I think almost seven years later. 
not of cancer. Wow. Isn't that incredible? That is so, incredible. Yeah. So you know what? Yeah. Um, Dave now is just, look, he's warned us too. Yeah, he, now he's going down the runway here. Well, listen. Yeah, he's I, here, right, right back. So naturalnurseatmail.com. Naturalnurseatmail.com. Okay. Natural if you want a personalized program with support during that's what you do. And if you want to support Kate in some of the things, we do put links in there. I did not have the the link up there, so I'll put that this this week for the grounding. Yeah, I've got a, well, listen, I've got a meeting next week with something uh, that I'm really excited about. I used to sell lots of stuff, but then the little witches out there, um, you know, decided to get me like kicked off everything, uh, all my affiliate stuff. I mean, how jealous is that? But guess what? They're still doing the same old tripe that they did before. Yeah. This chick ain't going down. You keep pushing me down, I'm going to pop up somewhere else. Yep. So uh, I'm going to be selling something else that I'm really excited about um, because it's had wonderful results. And I'm back on now doing a show with a wonderful doctor who's American cool. that I used to do before Convid. So I'm getting it all back. So Sorry, folks, I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> well, look, we appreciate you as always, Kate, coming on. I want to hit two things right quick. I want to end with, with the scripture, but uh, we, we had the talk about the calendar and the moon and sun and stuff like that. It just, I, I just want to make my point for people who didn't understand that real quickly. Uh, you go to Genesis chapter 1, what you're going to see there is in verse 14, it says, And God uh, said, Let there be lights in the firmament of, he of the heaven to divide the day from the night. There was already uh, light. That was day one, right? Uh, and it divided from the darkness. But here he says, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. So the the sun, moon, and stars all demonstrate not only days, but seasons and years and for signs. Uh, there are signs in the heaven, right? And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights. It doesn't say he made a great light and a great reflector, which is what I was taught in school. He says he made two great lights. The greater light to rule the day. What is that? That's the sun. And the lesser light to rule the night. What is that? That's the moon. And he made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. This is one of the questions that I have for, <clears throat> you know, NASA is why did you have to have lights out there uh, when God says the moon is its own light? Why is there no light coming from the moon in your pictures that you show us? It's because you're lying to us. That's why. Okay? I mean, it's if you believe the word of God, if you don't, well, then go believe what NASA says. Uh, the last thing I want to end with is this. Because we, we kind of made mention of this in the midst of the show. And, um, and and this comes from Psalm 139. Very interesting. Most of you guys know this. Verse 13. For thou hast possessed my reins. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hewed from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did my, did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. Hmm. God knew you before you were in the womb. Yep. 
That's exactly what it is. How precious also are all thy thoughts unto me, O God. How great is the sum of them. I'm going to finish to the end because some of you need to hear this. You really need to hear what Scripture says about it. If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. Surely thou wilt slay the wicked, O God. Depart from me, therefore, ye bloody men. This is to those who continue on and, and say, Oh, don't hold us accountable. We need amnesty. And the, No, no, no. God's going to deal with you. For they speak against thee wickedly, and thine enemies take thy name in vain. Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee? What? what wait, are, are we supposed to hate? What does God say? Is this inspired by the Spirit of God, or is it not? Do I not hate them, O Lord, that hate thee? And am I not grieved with those that rise up against thee? I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them mine enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. we got to get this in our heart of a right theology about a just and holy God. He doesn't hate people just because he wants to hate people. There is a hatred there because they are in rebellion against him. And ultimately, you know, we can try to help people, which we should. That's the positive aspect of you shall not kill. And that's what really what the Saturday show is about, is about helping people be healthy, be strong in the Lord. I mean, we want to encourage not only the physical strength, but the spiritual strength, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. But hey, what good is it to be healthy if you're in rebellion against God? It is of no good to you. You're just fattening yourself up for the day of judgment. And so, you know, the message of the Sons of Liberty is not just a it's not just a health and wellness on Saturday, uh, but it is one that pushes the health and wellness of the soul. Um, for out of man comes all kinds of you know the the things that make him unclean. It's coming out of him. It's not Whatever he's got on his body, it's what's coming out of him. And so the only way to cleanse that up is with a new heart. That only comes through the Lord Jesus. It doesn't come through Allah. It doesn't come through the Bhagavad Gita. It doesn't come through meditation, uh, Easter meditation, yoga. It doesn't come through any of that. It comes through the work of the of, of the Spirit of God when he gives you a new birth, when he takes out a heart of stone, he gives you a heart of flesh. And that can only come when you turn from your sin and you put your faith in the Lord Jesus and be reconciled back into God. Bradley, be with you at 3 o'clock today for two hours. Uh, be sure to have a great weekend, a great Lord's Day, and get with the people of God. Uh, I don't care where you have to. Do it in your own house. Open up your house. Hospitality is a Christian virtue, too. Open up your own house. Read the Word of God together. Encourage one another. Pray with one another. Spur one another on to love and good works. And then we'll see you bright and early, 6 a.m. on Monday morning. Lord willing, talk to you then. See you.